The biggest lie we have been told in academic medicine and truthfully that we have been indoctrinated with our entire medical training is the belief that keeps so many struggling academic physicians trapped. And it's this. You've got to work harder than anyone else to get ahead. In this episode, I'm going to uncover that the more you work, the less productive you actually will be and real ways to increase your academic productivity and create a happier life. Stay tuned. Welcome to the Academic Revolution Podcast, where we are creating a movement to change the future of academic medicine forever. I'm Inga Hoffman, a Harvard-trained pediatric hematologist, oncologist, and a passionate leadership coach with over 20 years of experience in academic medicine. This is the first podcast for academic physicians that will show you how to achieve higher productivity, become an impactful leader, and create a highly successful career doing what you love without sacrificing your personal life. You and I know that the traditional system is broken, so it's time to say no to the old publish or perish mentality and say yes to lasting change. Join me as we transform academic medicine from the inside out, one physician at a time, starting right here with the Academic Revolution Podcast. Welcome back to the Academic Revolution Podcast. This is Inga Hoffman. And today we're going to talk about productivity, but we're going to take it to a whole new different level. So while productivity falls under pillar number one of my physician success DNA method, which is performance habits, we're actually really going to tap into the mindset of productivity which means we're going to talk about some mental mastery from pillar number three. So I want you to take a pen and paper and really dive into this and understand how broken our strategies really are when it comes to academic productivity. You know, we all have been told that you just work harder, you just work a little smarter, you're going to be more productive and everything will be okay. And in fact, a whole entire medical training has been set up in this way. Working hard, working long hours, working, you know, burning the midnight oil, working nights and weekends, that is normal for us. And that is powerful. And we have been trained in a certain way that gives us a lot of advantages. But working hard is really not our problem when it comes to productivity. I would say that most of us are really good at working really hard and staying busy. But today I really want to talk about productivity and how this concept of just working harder is keeping so many academic physicians on the struggling bus, feeling overworked, exhausted, and in some ways trapped in this system, in this, in this, on this hamster wheel that I just got to get through one more thing, one more thing, and, and then I will get a breather. And then that break actually never comes. And I want to challenge you and actually tell you that the more you work, the less productive you will become. And this is what you're going to learn in today's podcast episode. You know, chances are, That if you're like most academic physicians, you feel like you have to work nights and weekends 
just to get caught up, right? There's so much stuff going on in the hospital that even the best laid plans kind of go out the window as soon as you hit the hospital or your office or, you know, your research office, right? And that you then left with a bunch of work to take home and do after your kids are in bed or on the weekends when your spouse is taking care of your kids. You would really like to go to the park too, but you still have to write clinic notes or write a grant. And so we keep on being in this position that we just got to catch up. And you feel like you never can catch your breath. And you know what? It seems like pretty normal because everybody else is doing it, right? So that's just the way things are. And I totally get why you think that way. And I honestly used to think and act that way too. I'm just going to push harder through this next grand deadline and then things will get better after that. But you might have already realized that they never really get better, right? So you accomplish one thing and the next thing comes around and then you finally got the grand in and they have to catch up on all the other things that are now becoming urgent. You may or may have not realized already that that is really a broken strategy that is getting you nowhere. It just keeps on on this hamster wheel that gets us exhausted and tired, but we never seem to arrive anywhere. And I mean, look at our lives, look at your own life. Perhaps you are the kind of person that is indeed working late nights, catching up on clinic notes when the kids are in bed. And you wonder whether that will ever change. But I'm here to tell you, you can do it differently. I honestly don't take work home anymore, rarely. Like, it is unusual or rare that I will work on something that could be done during the week, on a night or on a weekend, unless I really choose to. And sometimes I want to. Sometimes I'm like, okay, I'm going to actually feel like working on this project a little bit. But I don't make that the norm anymore. Weekends and nights are to recover and spend time with my family. And that is really important to me. And I'm no special snowflake. If I can do it, you can do it too. So I guess my question to you is, how long are you willing to push this way? How long are you going to be going on this old way and just trying to push harder? And also why? Have you ever looked what it actually is costing us when we keep on just being on the struggling bus? Let me just try a little harder, work a little bit more, squeeze a little bit more on the day. And honestly, how much harder can we really work? How much harder can you really work? Chances are, if you're like most of our colleagues, most of us, they are maxed out. So there's not any more wiggle room. We're already on the edge. Most people don't work this hard. So if we keep on working from this mindset that you just have to work harder and sacrifice your personal time and your family life to make this academic career work or to get promoted, you will end up like most struggling academic physicians constantly working and hustling, becoming more and more exhausted in the process and actually 
not having much research productivity to show for it because ultimately, with all this effort, there is a diminishing return. There's actually a law of diminishing return that my mentor, John Maxwell, taught me. But basically, there comes a point, the harder you push, the less return on your investment you get. And how do I know all that? Well, because that was totally me a number of years ago. You might remember my story a little bit from earlier podcast episodes, but I was just that struggling academic physician on the hamster wheel. I had two young kids. I was trying to do all these different things. You know, I had a clinical interest that I was trying to build. I had research projects that I was trying to make progress on. I had different clinical services to uh, be responsible for as a transplant or a hematopathologist, and I just tried to do all the things. So I went to work as soon as I arrived, you know, all hell broke loose because you have so little control over the schedule unless you're really intentional about it, that things just always seem to come up. And I was doing, uh, trying to do all these different things, responding to people's requests, taking on different projects because I felt that was good to build my CV, said yes to a lot of things just to become busier and busier. But then I was just chasing my to-do list each day and nothing really moved forward. Nothing really got completed and got done. And I tried to work harder and harder in the hopes that someday, one day, maybe I would get recognized by my organization for all the hard work I was doing. You know, that those little projects paid off. But you and I already know the institution really doesn't love us back, right? We talked about that in my very first episode. You know, the, you can work all you want. The institution doesn't give you love back for all the hard work you did. In fact, there's only one way to create institutions that really love us and value us. And I talk about that in detail in episode one. But that's valuing and loving yourself first. And chances are, sooner or later, you too will discover that the harder you work, the less productive you become. That definitely happened to me. I see this over and over again with the people I work the, the ones that try so hard to do all these different things, to take on projects, to work late nights, weekends, just to catch a breath, they actually decrease productivity over time. And that is exactly what happened to me. I put more and more things on my plate to be more productive. But what really happened so I just became busier, busier, and it became a professional plate spinner. I was trying to keep all these different plates up in the air and hoped that none of it will drop. And I had my long to-do list that I was chasing every day that never really got shorter. In fact, often I felt like the end of the day, I just added more things to the list that popped in my head that I think I needed to do. And nothing really got completed, at least not the important stuff. I was busy. I was extremely busy. Maybe you find yourself in the same way. You're completely busy, maxed out. But remember this. Activity doesn't equal productivity. I'm sure you heard this before. 
but do you really know it? Meaning, do you really embrace it in your heart and actually take action on it and say, not every activity is productive to me. So especially when you're working on the wrong things, you can fill your calendar and your day with all sorts of busy work, but having trouble to move the needle on really the things that really matter for your academic promotion, your career, your life, and especially your well-being. So as you're listening to this, you probably realize that you need to change something. You need to change strategies and your mindset to increase your productivity and finally get, you know, those papers published, maybe pick up a hobby, go exercise, spend enough time with your family, get those grants written or work on your promotion. And that will take a mindset and action shift and not just keep on doing the same things over and over again. Because what does that give you? If you do the same things over and over again and expect a different result, Albert Einstein says, that is called insanity. And that is what a lot of us do over and over again. So what could you do to accomplish more by working less? What if working less would actually give you more freedom and mental space to work on the right things, those things that actually matter for your promotion, and let's face it, for your academic job security. So the fact that you're listening to this podcast means that there is at least some part of you that really wants to make this academic career work. But you want to make it work without sacrificing all your personal life, your health, your family, May I even say perhaps your sanity. Just imagine for a minute what could be possible for your career and your family if you would work less on those busy tasks and create some mental space, some quiet time to sit in some quiet and silence and get thinking going and just sit there for a while. Maybe be intentional to plan for a while instead of always putting out fires, maybe you could finally get those papers and those grants written with ease. I'm actually not saying maybe. I think you should cross out the maybe. You could. You absolutely could. I have seen it over and over again in my life, in those of the people in academia that I work with. It is totally possible, but you have to change your thinking and your actions. It's really starting with a shift in our thinking and understanding that being busy has nothing to do with productivity, but focusing on a few handful of activities is what really matters and just let the rest go. And it's really just if you think about it, a handful, just a few critical activities that you need to get done on a regular basis that will move the needle forward in your career. The same is true for your personal life and your health. And it's just those couple of things. I learned this from my mentor early on, Jim Rohn, another giant in the personal development industry. He always said this, it's really just a handful of things, not a thousand. It's like the doctor used to say, right? This old saying, An apple a day keeps the doctor away. It's these small, consistent actions that get you results. It's doing the important 
things first versus focusing on all the little busy activities all day. It's like when you have a jar full, an empty jar, let's say you have a mason jar and you want to fill three big rocks in there. The best part is you put the big rocks in first and then fill the rest with sand. If you fill it up already with a bucket full of sand, meaning little activities, there's really no space for the big rocks, for the big things that need to get done. So here's some practical tips. Just start to survey your day and your week. Reflect on what you did today or this past week and just see how did it go. Don't have any judgment whether it was good or bad. Just take a look what happened. Again, be a scientist on your own life. Analyze the data and see, well, did this actually move me forward or was I just doing a bunch of busy stuff, you know? How many times have we ended up at the end of the day and you're like, what did I actually do today? <laughs> right? We answered a bunch of emails, put a bunch of random fires out, and probably none of it really mattered. So just take a survey an inventory of your days and your week. It just takes a few minutes, but it can make a huge difference. And then schedule key activities and set your intention to get them done. We talked about that, episode seven and episode nine, how to book into your day, the concepts of context switching and clustering. And I even created a workbook for you so you can implement those nuggets immediately. So you can go down in the show notes as well, but go to ingahoffman.com forward slash the dash one dash thing and download that worksheet and then check out other resources. Again, go back to episode seven and nine. I hope this served you today and this helped you. Again, working more isn't making you productive. Scaling back, work less and work on the critical important things is what matters to succeed in academic medicine without sacrificing your life. Have a great day and talk to you next time. Hey friend, did you know that you can now earn CME credits for listening and reflecting to what you're learning on this podcast? How it works exactly, you can find out when you go to the show notes and scroll down and look at the CME opportunity. This is powered by CME Phi and how it exactly works and what type of credits you will be earning is outlined in their web link in the show notes. These are for point of care learning, just what we do as adult learners as we learn new facts, we reflect on them and then we implement them and that's what you can do with this podcast. I just want to add that to you as an opportunity and as a thank you for listening to the podcast. Have a wonderful day and talk to you soon.